Hello and welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoons, the Collider weekly podcast for all things animation, including news, reviews, and interviews. Coming to you all the way from a series of hastily assembled vignettes, I'll be your co-host, Sean Paul Ellis, and joining me from a galaxy far, far away where he's definitely trying to perform a cash grab by putting all these things together, welcome my co-host, Dave Trumbor. David, 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 how you doing, buddy? I'm doing real good, bud. Thanks for asking. Hey, you know what that reminds me of? This chapter from my autobiography. Would you like to hear about it? Here we no, go. No, I do not. Way back in 1983. Oh, my God. Why is everybody giving me that reaction? I don't understand. You think everybody would want to hear these stories. These stories that only happen to me, that only come from my perspective, that have nothing to do with anybody else around me, but I feel like I can teach some life lessons. I have a friend, and it's actually, he's a friend of the show, Joe mm-hmm. Randazzo, who's yeah, been yeah. on an episode uh, for Super Friends. He has this whole thing that he posits often, which is, I don't want to hear about somebody else's dreams. Like if somebody <laughs> ever. has a ever, if somebody has a dream and they're like, "Let me tell you about my dream." I don't want to hear about it. Guess what? It's bat crazy. Unless I don't you're Martin care. Luther King, don't <laughs> want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Or you're in a relationship where you're legally obligated to hear it. Exactly. If it's a significant other, then yeah, you you're going to have to suffer through that. It's fine. It's it's okay. I actually don't mind them. It's That's not okay. a big deal for me. But I agree with sometimes with Joe's version of this of him saying like, "Hey, let me tell you about my dreams. I now take it a step further and I will say anybody who asks me, can I read from my autobiography? My question is, would you like to get hit in the throat? (laughs) Hit in the throat. Directly. (laughs) Would you like to get hit directly in the throat? Has anyone ever come up to you and actually offered to read something from your autobiography? I guess not. I guess I've never really actually punched anybody. I mean, that's good. I guess both both of those things are good that they didn't happen. (laughs) However, we, we... auto forced ourselves which is kind of like a punch in the throat to watch this show this week to, to wisely wrap up our lego star wars series you know we've talked we've talked about two brands two famous brands mm-hmm. that have done so much in terms of the toy industry in terms of nostalgia memories that we've had from childhood whether you were somebody who built with a plan or somebody who didn't build with a plan and just kind of scattered bricks everywhere to Star Wars action figures that you have that you may have gotten right after your sister was born in 1983. There's so much that's involved in this that world. That sounded specifically autobiographical. That, just, that that's your first warning. I shared a small story. I didn't read an excerpt from, <laughs> or an excerpt, whatever it is. From I his didn't new read. book available on shelves yeah. this holiday season. It's called Sean Ellis, Punched in the Throat. I'd read it. Yeah, I would too. I'm probably in there somewhere. <laughs> You're definitely in there. Don't worry about it. Oh, nice. But I, you know, I think for I, I, for both of these brands and and the joy and and how many great positive memories that I think a lot of people have for this to come together to do a story like Lego Star Wars All Stars is a real slap in the face, gang. And I cannot believe that we are closing out 2019 <laughs> with this. Uh, with this. How do you really feel? I will say, real quick, uh, there is another Lego Star Wars series out there on Disney+. Plus. I believe it's called Rise of the Resistance. This showed up after the newer trilogy uh, popped up. We didn't even bother with it because A, it's a series of shorts. There are five episodes that are about five minutes long. And B, people on IMDb seem to hate it. So while that would normally be something that would be like, ah, that now you have our attention. We just didn't have the time for it. So right. you can check it out yourselves. Maybe we'll watch it over the break um, and get back to you. Probably not. We're going to leave it with this mess. Yeah, right. Also, don't punch anybody in the throat. Please Full don't. disclaimer. Don't yeah. do that. That's a Don't read idea. from your autobiography on the subway and don't punch throats. 
God. I mean, read your own autobiography if you're going to write it because, you know, you are your own best you should probably you know, proof copy it. editor. Yeah. yeah. Come on, gang. Let's get with the program here. But also, don't just randomly read it out loud to somebody who doesn't want to hear it. Don't, don't do it. Don't do that. Nobody cares about your dreams. Nobody cares about your autobiography. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but speaking of programs, what's on today's program? Oh, man. Again, as we mentioned, Lego Star Wars colon All Stars came out in 2018, and Dave is continually embarrassed and he's actually like a little red right now with the fact that i keep saying colon i don't know why we're adults gang let's get into it this is just basic grammar the all-star stuff reminds me of what was that sports all-stars cartoon we watched years ago pro stars pro stars it's on the same level as pro stars this makes me think of the smash mouth song all stars yeah and none of it's good (laughs) so all respect to smash mouth you're the best uh, of the bunch smash mouth if you're listening yikes yeah that's the bar we've set here i know it's very low which if, if anybody's ever interested, there is an internet conspiracy that's out there that uh, the guy, Violent J, uh, Guy Fieri, and the dude from Smash Mouth are all three the same person. And it you know what? Sense. I don't really believe in any conspiracy theories, but that's one that I subscribe to. I don't even <laughs> think it's conspiracy theory. I just think it's a proven fact. Just fact at this point. I love yeah. it. And Join us in 2020 when we switch this podcast over to an all conspiracy theory all the time. Conspiracy tunes? Sure. I'm fine with it. I'm in. I'm Let's in. go. Do it. So we are talking about Lego Star Wars All-Stars. Came out in 2018. We watched the highest ranked episode, which is, again, not saying much. <laughs> Season 1, Episode 1. It is called From Trenches to Wrenches, The Roger Story. And if you listened to last week's episode, when we talked about Freemakers, we also talked about Roger there. And my whole point of view from that point was minimize Roger <laughs> as much as possible. They didn't this listen show, to Sean. Nobody's listening to me right now, and it's very frustrating at this point in time. It's a very stressful end of the year, and I just want to be heard once. You've got to write an autobiography, and then you can be heard for an entire episode. I'm going to punch myself in the throat. Well. <laughs> oh, man. Well, guess what? If you are not familiar with LEGO Star Wars, and why would you be? You can already see the tone of this episode is going right down the toilet, gang, so that's fine. Uh Spoiler alert, it's not going to get any better. <laughs> if very... Sean stops talking at any point, he has punched himself in the throat, and I've just taken over, so yes. deal with it. I'm, I am very frustrated getting into this, but you know who I'm not frustrated about? Our Who's buddy that? Bobby Anthem. That's right. Our buddy Bobby Anthem is going to break this down with a little bit of our Star Wars, Lego Star Wars All-Stars recap. He's going to give us the synopsis, so Bobby, take it away. Lego Star Wars All-Stars is an animated adventure series that spans all Star Wars eras. Comprised of eight shorts and four half-hour episodes, the series features Lego versions of the latest heroes and villains of the Star Wars galaxy, alongside iconic characters including Kylo Ren, R2-D2, Young Han, Chewie, Young Lando, BB-8, and General Leia. Bobby almost makes this show better he definitely makes it better he almost makes it <laughs> palatable i you know what bobby's the only saving grace in this show that's if bobby it. voiced roger that'd be amazing i'd listen to it all day yeah why wouldn't i yeah uh bobby write your autobiography you you kind of have one going on with your podcast which is amazing which is good so that's okay because i make the choice of when i get to tune in and listen to that you don't, you've rarely shown up at my house and just started reciting an episode of your podcast. It's happened rarely and I've enjoyed it every time, but <laughs> usually it's my choice. Unlike this episode. 
Oh, God. You would think, if you were listening, maybe Sean and Dave are recording late in the evening, and maybe mm. they've had a couple a of adult of drinks, drinks or as they're getting into this. We I are wish. both stone cold sober I'm drinking and this caffeine is the right middle now. of an afternoon yeah. and i am not drinking caffeine anymore because if you listened last week you know the twitch in my eye has not gone away yet and guess what some of that is from fatigue stress and over caffeination i told him it was a, a lego bolt but it's still there and there's it's starting to grow into his skin now so there's nothing i can do about it oh my god this is so hard we are going to talk about the good <laughs> which sounds funny to say the good, the bad, and we're also going to talk about, uh, not the ugly, the LOL. I know, it sounds a lot like a very notable spaghetti western that you've all heard of with Clint Eastwood, but guess what? It's not that. We're talking about what we liked about this show. We're going to talk about what we didn't like or what didn't resonate with us, which, oh boy, here we go. And we're going to also talk about what we found funny, whether it was intentional or unintentional. I know we are kind of coming down on this hard, right out of the gate, very hard. I also want to say can also appreciate the fact that there are a lot of people who spend a lot of time, energy, and effort putting this together. Of course. Obviously, late 30 white dudes who are watching cartoons and doing a podcast about it, we're not always target demographic. But for the sake of this, we watched episode one of this, and now we're going to get into it. So Dave, what did you find, and this hurts to say it, oh, what did God. you find good about this show? I, I've got a few things because, you know, I I kind of took it easy on this. You um, just went, ugh, like, well, as I know. you were saying it. It's because all of them are kind of tainted with the fact that I'm just like, they tried really hard. Uh, some of the issues we had with previous series in our Lego Star Wars series was the pacing issue, right? Sometimes the characters couldn't quite carry a full story. Sometimes the pacing either felt rushed or it felt drawn out. With this one, I liked the idea that it was five or six vignettes, right? So it was just it was just one episode, 22 minutes long, but they were very short, quick little stories. So it kept the pace moving along, which was good for a number of reasons in this particular episode. But we got a number of different kind of looks at the Star Wars universe. A bunch of different characters came in, and you were only with them for a little snippet of time. But I like that it kept the pace up, and you got to see some corners of the universe that you otherwise wouldn't get to see through the eyes of Roger the Battle Droid. How about you, bud? What what were some of the things that worked for you? I, I like that you ask what some of the things were. I, yeah, one of the things. I, I feel like a lot of this is the same three things that I've been saying for the last three weeks. So yeah. let's just hat trick this and get it over <laughs> with again, gang. Music by John Williams. There's some John Williams, not necessarily music, but there are definitely some cues of John Williams music and a orchestral score that's added into this. Love John Williams. Fantastic. Love hearing it. It definitely feels Star Wars for me in that sense. Uh, the characters. We see some familiar characters. Great. We have a reveal of a character that's in, you know, the that's a, that's a cornerstone of the Skywalker, you know, story. Great. Comes at the very end. You know, I, we, you know, we get exposure to some characters that we talked about last week with the Freemakers. Yep. Great. Uh, <laughs> I love that everything is punctuated with like, great. great. Yeah, it, it's 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 it. If you were to if you were to write like a paper where you did like a you need like check boxes of like what made a Star Wars or like a Lego Star Wars thing, it checks most of the boxes. Yeah, you, you know? can say the same for some of the movies. Yeah, in recent years too. I it, well, trust me, I know. But mm-hmm. the problem is is just like the the content and the heart that we'll we'll get into, especially just sort of the story structure for this, which was total garbage, and I can't wait to crap on it in a minute. But <laughs> it, it's. It's nice to see the brands. We talk a little bit about the brands and we've been kind of delving into this. 
Star Wars is a brand, Legos is a brand, both are very strong brands. This, you know, kind of fusion, this Super Saiyan fusion that they have together to create this kind of a show. Oh I, my God, you just, I, would, I want a Lego, Lego DBZ. Yeah, Lego Super Scrap Saiyan. the rest of this episode. Let's Oof, just fan cast we are that done. from now on. God, I love that. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, right? Wouldn't that be so good? Man, Can you imagine that'd be a lot of fun. All the little minifigure wigs that they would have for the different hairs. Oh, this is oh, brilliant. God, Why is this not so good? This? Guys, you heard it here first before Deadline announces it. You heard it here first. (laughs) We have posterity. That'd be so cool. Like they'd get to do, you could do the mini like blasters with like, like the, the brick figures and stuff. And the, the little hands could kind of pop out so that they can kind of move like a Kamehameha like wave, like attached to it. Yeah. It's so cool. I want that. Why don't. Mm. Better yeah, ideas yeah. than this show. And now we got to talk about this. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll have one more good thing here. So Sean mentioned the characters, some of which we'll get into details a little bit more. But they introduced some some new characters and some familiar faces that I thought was kind of an interesting add to canon slash legends. Why do I say it that way? This show was originally Legends. Legends. Legend. So anything goes. doesn't matter. Nothing makes any sense and it doesn't have to. All but bets are off. <laughs> they later canonized, which sounds very saintly. Uh, some of the characters, especially from the Freemaker family, one of whom is, is pretty important at the end of this particular episode, which was kind of cool. So I like that reveal. But you also get to meet uh, people like Pace Freemaker, who they don't really explain that he was a Freemaker to begin with, but he's like the patriarch of the Freemaker family, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, we get to see Roger have some run-ins with Jawas and Tusken Raiders. He also teaches Admiral Akbar to be a little more appreciative of his crew rather than just barking orders all the time, which I thought was cute. I thought that was fine. Uh, there's a scene of droid rebellion, and they stand up for droid rights. I thought that was pretty cool, even though I didn't like clear droids on the last episode, as you will undoubtedly remember. Very and droidist of you. Very droidist of me. And as you remember, uh, we also get to meet Moxie Freemaker. She happens to be the niece of now Senator Cordy. And we also see General Leia at the end of this episode. And both of them welcome Moxie into the Resistance. So that's where the new kind of trilogy starts to kind of take place within this legend slash canon universe. So I thought that was a nice tie-in. Unfortunately, that's about all the good stuff that I have. Yeah. Sean's yeah. got a, pages and pages and pages of bad here as I scroll as I scroll down through the show notes. Sean, buddy, what what's going on with you? Uh I don't know. There's just there's there's a lot obviously that didn't work for me for this episode. I'll say overall one of the biggest things that we have talked about that's a problem within the Lego Star Wars universe and what they've created is sort of rehashing a lot of stuff that you've already seen. Yeah. Guess what? We're not going to really rehash a lot of stuff that you've seen. They're, instead, we're going to trade that terrible error of rehashing the same nostalgic crap that we've seen, and we're going to replace that by showing you instead in the ballpark of eight Yeah, eight short vignettes within a 22-minute period of time, and the only framing device that they have is the title of the episode, which is Roger, this battle droid, talking about his autobiography and getting people to read it. And as David mentioned, he continues to not just read this to them. Nobody's asking him to read it. He is imprisoning people in awkward situations (laughs) and then making them listen to his autobiography, and nobody cares about it. I, I just, I think... In terms of being able to put Roger's story in this device, this feels very slapdash for me. In fact, a majority of these shorts already existed without this Roger framing device. Right. What happened was 
people watched these and thought, oh, these are kind of fun. And then they had all eight of these vignettes laying around and they thought, you know what? We could put this into the first episode of All Stars and just consolidate them all into one. Doesn't work. Doesn't work at all. There's no context in terms of what's happening here. It is a very frustrating watch, and I will err to say it is terribly done. <laughs> I'll say it's it's one of those things where if you like the character of Roger, you're probably going to enjoy this. Nope. The same thing would go to say, like, if you like Jar Jar, you would nope. probably like to see episodes with Jar Jar. If you really don't like either of those characters, this will be 22 minutes of torture for you, uh, as it probably was for Sean. I didn't I mind it as much, but it just wasn't it wasn't really worth it. Like as soon as I started off with like Roger aboard the millennium Falcon, I was like, why is he there with Han and, and alopecia Chewie? Uh, who's back <laughs> again, by the way, if you remember from a couple weeks ago where Chewie just shows up with like vitiligo all of a sudden, uh, just kind of <laughs> like, wait, what? Uh, he's back and it looks terrible. Um, I, I don't know why Roger's actually... there and I didn't want anything to do with them. Yeah. I think for the idea for Chewie, I think what they're trying to do is they're, they're showing that there's like a difference in terms of the, the fur which is fine you've got to have a shade between like brown fur and just like white albino fur. 100 percent agree with you i'm on board i will say you you mentioned you previously posited that you thought it was like like suntan (laughs) something from his vacation he was going to the beach in one of the early vacation in these episodes apparently it looks bad folks change your design lego yeah does not does not work does not good uh, I'll say some other things that don't work is, you know, we've been talking about really kind of vantage points for storytelling and sort of like who the actual audience is. And we've been talking a lot about viewing the world of Star Wars through the droids. Why right. the droids? Because a lot of them are constants throughout a majority of the stories. Guess what? If R2-D2 and C-3PO can't carry this story, what makes you think Roger is going to be able to support this on his bucket brass bucket shoulders that he's barely able to to hold anything to begin with and that was a, a ever great, that's a great point because this wasn't as lego-fied as a lot of the other shows were either the only thing that looked kind of lego-y was that roger kept falling apart and i'm yes. like i don't really want to watch a character who literally just like just dies over and over again and gets put back together unless i'm watching tom cruise in literally any movie that he's in but it just didn't work for roger and it wasn't it wasn't a toy i didn't want to buy the roger toy no it looked like it was crap and it was gonna fall apart I, you know what? In terms of branding for this, there are tons of explosions. Yep. There are tons of crashes in yep. this, and not a single Lego brick splinters off or kind of is thrown in any direction as a result of these. They just act and function as if they're really not in a Lego universe. Yeah. It's just it, again, it talks to like the heart and sort of the you know the the content behind the storytelling. None of it was there. It was right. so not good. We didn't even have a crawl in this, which was fine because I don't even want to crawl. I want to get through this as fast as possible. <laughs> because, Dave, you mentioned you talked a little bit about time, about 22 minutes yeah. for this episode. At the 12 minute and 45 second mark. Sean punched himself in the throat. <laughs> I should have. There's, there is a moment where it should have been blacked out. It should have just ended if it was a a 12 or, or 10 minute style sort of adult swim short yeah. that would have been there. I would have been like, okay, not good, but also excusable. <laughs> and also over. Yeah. And, and but yeah, exactly. What moment it would have been that? done. It was a moment where suddenly you have Roger saying that old parts can have a new purpose. Oh yeah. He explodes and then it focuses <laughs> in on his head and he goes, or sometimes it's just junk. And that was But that's all, folks. And also like that. we would have been cool with it at that point. Not good, but as Dave said, excusable and over. Yeah. But this 
was just about to begin. I mean, at that point, I think we were maybe four vignettes out of the eight into it. Yeah. And so they were going to continue to ham jam all of the stupidity into this episode and make you watch it. And it's so not good. <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say Sean's like list of bads is, is quite long. Mine kind of blended with the LOLs because it was like some stuff was just bad and some stuff was so bad it kind of made me laugh or it made me laugh for all the wrong reasons. But yeah, like I I mentioned characters before. I remember bot from uh, Rogue One, KP, not bot at all. Um, basically just oh, clocked yeah. a bunch of people on the head and, and murdered them left and right. So it was weird to see him show up in a, in a Lego thing. And again, they're trying to ham fist all those um, side stories in there and connect the universe. And when this yep. came out, they had more episodes and movies to work with. So they were like, ah, more spaces to fill in with crap in between. And it just, it gets tiring. And this one, this one got, this one got pretty tired. There's the moment where they're making Bantha bread, which I didn't know was a food. And I mean, drink it with blue milk and green milk, I guess. Yeah. And I don't care about it. No. And it hurts me because <laughs> I have been making a lot of bread lately. And just the idea of not caring about something that I'm pretty passionate about at this moment, especially during the holidays, to be able to make bread for friends and family. Yeah. Uh, man, what a kick in the teeth. What a punch in the throat, <laughs> I guess is what I should have said right there. But holy crap. My final thing that I hated about this, that I, I loathe, is something about the characters that you had just mentioned, mm. Dave, and talking about a little bit about Pace and Moxie, Freemaker. Enjoyed the Freemakers. Our last episode when we had the Freemaker adventures, really enjoyed yeah. learning a little bit about them and sort of some of these like force powers uh, that Rowan has. In this, Pace Freemaker, this is his first introduction. And they don't give you any context. And so really, it asks the question, who is this, why do I care? If I didn't watch this previous series that came out in 2016 about the Freemaker Adventures and I had just jumped into this all-star short, no context, no information, I, I don't care. I don't care. It's great to see that like they have a patriarch, that there is something that's there. But again, why do I care? Why am I invested in any of this? And again, they are just shoving this stuff retroactively to put Roger in all of these previous stories right. so that it makes sense. Guess what? It never made sense in the first place. <laughs> knock it off. I feel like that's your recommendation of the show. Just knock yeah. it off. I like one Just... other one other thing, and I say that as a bad thing. There's a moment where they're having a celebration on Endor, and Roger like doesn't eat or drink any of the stuff that all the, the, the revelers have. So he's like, you know, I need something with ions. So a little baby uh, uh, Ewok comes over and does plugs them into an electrical socket, essentially. It looked like a, a drug. Uh, it looked like a pusher. Cocaine. It was yeah. cocaine. It looked like a pusher giving someone like their first taste for free to get them like hooked on it. And then they just became weirdly best friends afterwards. It was just a really, really weird scene. But that straddles my LOL, I guess. He may, well, I think we're going into LOL. Yeah, in like LOL that, that, moment, that moment was funny, especially when he looks at him and he's like, we're going to be such best friends. Yeah, as he's like vibrating like, wow. in ecstasy. It was real weird for kids. Yeah, you are like every drug reference in every movie yeah. that I've ever watched about people doing cocaine for the first time. Yeah. So congrats, Star like Wars. Crystal Twist. Yeah. Grease these palms. <laughs> Don't do it. They'll Don't do it. Do Don't it go again. back and watch Brave Star. Yeah, I mean, do. It's a good show. It's a but great also, episode. Don't do drugs yeah. ever. Jeez. Uh, so we kind of talked a little bit about the LOLs, mm -hmm. Dave, that you had. Uh, I think my LOL moment was, again, it was the line that I had mentioned about, you know, old parts can have a new purpose. I laughed hysterically when he exploded because I honestly <laughs> thought <laughs> I was 22 minutes yeah. into that show and it was just ramping up. And I was like, <laughs> OK, cool. It's done. Nope. 
So it's kind of like an LOL with a twinge of sadness. Oh, not even a twinge, just a full throat punch. Yikes. Yeah. Well, one of my LOLs is Chewie's alopecia again, which apologies to anybody out there who suffers from vitiligo or alopecia, but it's kind of funny to see in an animated Lego character for <laughs> no apparent reason. Uh, speaking of designs that didn't quite work, the Rancors. The Rancors look really wonky. And I know Lego's had those designs for a long time. But for a long time, they've looked pretty bad. <laughs> they don't look like yeah. Lego characters. They look like knockoff creatures. Mm. Uh, one of the things that actually made me laugh was a bit of a lore drop with uh, droid-related lore drop. Roger's trying to hide from some Imperials or whatever, and he gets caught. So he's in a trash can or something, and he kind of like lifts the lid of it up and starts talking to them. He's like, greetings, I am R2-3PO. Uh, That's not funny in and of itself. But when the troopers reply, they're like, astromechs don't speak basic. Like, that was funny to me because it's a, it's a nod back to the olden days when droids used to speak basic, quote-unquote English, versus right. like the ones these days who are all just like beeps and boops and whistles. So that was kind of funny. Uh, and also, funny. since we're talking about um, deriving pleasure from Roger being brutally injured or blown up, <laughs> I like when he was yoinked into the uh, gears of the sand crawler while he was trying to disable it. That was kind of funny, actually, to just watch him get <laughs> just get dragged through the gears of the machine. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know what I didn't like, though? And I have this in my LOL. There's a moment where Roger, he has a uh, jetpack on, but it malfunctions. And he goes urkeling all his way through Maz Kanata's castle, just apologizing and just yeah. like excusing himself the whole time. It's just uh, that kind of level of humor. I get it that it's supposed to be for like little kids and it's just very silly and funny, but it's just tiring. It just wore me out yeah. after 22 minutes. Uh, any... would, you, would you have liked to see Roger actually become the first Jedi droid when he thought he was using the force and it was actually yeah. Rowan using the force th- th- that was kind of interesting and misleading because we have an Imperial starship that is falling from orbit to Jakku yeah, during the battle of Jakku Yep, during the battle of Jakku and at this moment Roger is looking for a part to be able to fix a ship which is actually the only like true Lego brand moment that they have where they they find the part and then they just kind of slap it on the side of the ship and the ship works i was like okay finally Finally a lego stamp yeah finally something that's in here that's lego enjoyable uh, that fits in the system uh but they they have this moment where roger's kind of like raising his hand and he's kind of like bracing himself but then all of a sudden as the imperial starship is getting ready to crash into jakku it stops and he has that moment where he's like, yes, I'm using the force. I'm the first, like, you know, Jedi droid. And then it pans over and you see it's Rowan from Freemakers. He's and like he struggling, is, like, come on, get yeah, out of the way. Yeah. And I, in that moment, I was like, okay, that's cool to see that because that just kind of shows how strong Rowan is yeah. in terms of what he's able to do. That moment of seeing how powerful Rowan is is the most interesting thing. And we're not even going to talk about it. Yeah, then so, we'll just skip right over that because that was just a little blip of Roger's autobiography that he mentioned uh, yeah. Rowan in passing, but then he just goes back to the mainframe story anyway. Yeah. God, wow. Just yeah. not great. I think that's it for my LOLs, though. <sighs> I think that's it. <laughs> in general. <laughs> for mine as well, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe you're not going to recommend this one. Uh, yeah. Well, let, let's give some context no. to, to any new listeners and, we'll, and a little refresher. We can recommend a cartoon. And we can tell you why we think it's worth your time. We can also say that we don't recommend a cartoon. And we can give you a justification. 
If we don't recommend a cartoon, we can go one step further and we can dip a cartoon, which erases it from the annals of cartoon history. Yeah, from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We get it. We're taking something from another thing and making it our own. It's what we're doing right now. Don't worry about it. We've had this mechanism in place for a very long time. We're very satisfied. <laughs> Since with the it. Ace Ventura animated series, as I just recently rediscovered. Exactly. So, <laughs> Dave, how are you feeling about Lego Star Wars All-Stars? Here's the funny thing about how we decide dips and recommendations and then have our discussions. So normally Sean and I make a decision ahead of time, and then sometimes the conversation will sway us one way or another. Uh, sometimes for spite points. Um, for me, with very few exceptions, this particular series is just the definition of extra. It's extraneous. It's not necessary. It's it's fine for little connections between you know characters and events you haven't seen before. We talked about that in previous episodes. They've kind of done this idea to death. But overall, it's just kind of silly and, and non-essential. So I won't recommend it. But the question is, do I dip it? I... I didn't want to dip it for a couple of reasons. One, they do introduce some eventual canonized characters with the Freemakers. We do get to see some brief moments with the Freemaker family that I thought was kind of interesting and may be suggesting what's going to happen in the future with Moxie joining the Resistance, things like that. Is that enough not to dip it just because they canonize some characters? I'm going to defer. What, what do you think? Uh, uh... I'm actually, I'm going to go to my LOL quote okay. um, and say, uh, sometimes it's just junk. <laughs> and you know what? There have been so many Star Wars properties and cartoons and, and media and movies and everything. And we have talked about an obnoxious amount on this show. <laughs> Over the last couple of years since, you know, Star Wars and this current trilogy kicked off, we have watched a ton of them ranging anywhere from Star Wars droids, like the 80s version right. of it, to watching the actual animated portion of the Life Day special where yep. they introduced Boba Fett for the first time ever. And we've really kind of dug deep into some of these things, uh, the Ewoks cartoon, to have a lot of fun with some of the things that we have that are out there. You know, we've talked about Clone Wars. We've talked about all these other things. Um, this is one that just doesn't hit. There, there, there. For me, there is absolutely no reason to have this cartoon exist and and I, I don't I don't mean that to be I don't mean that to be rude I don't mean that to be right. terrible but as you mentioned this feels like it's the definition of something that was extra something that's superfluous it didn't need to exist and it feels like it's trying to retrofit a part which is Roger into a larger story for the I guess idea or maybe purpose of future canonizing it later on down the road and it's not going to get there and and the idea of of using this battle droid in this sense we have enough droids as it is and as we've mentioned no droid the perspective of a droid in star wars seems to be able to carry a single story by themselves they are fantastic supporting characters that's what we have there they help to humanize the characters that are there in some sense, or introduce new and interesting threats like we saw with last week's villain yeah. that we had that was on. Roger is not one of them. Roger is never going to be one of them. Stop trying to make Roger happen. It's never going to work. For this, this is a hard do not recommend for me, and this is also a dip. 
I didn't even have to think about this when I was done with See, it. Now, this is a dip. Now, normally that's how I judge my dips. If it's one of those things where I'm just like, dip it. It's it's like a gut instant reaction. Yeah. I, I don't feel that for this one, if only that's because okay. of the free maker connection. So it's definitely going to be a strong don't recommend. Like, don't bother seeking this out. Maybe, listeners, if you're fans out there of the rest of the series beyond this premiere, let us know. Let us know if there's other episodes to check out. Sean won't watch it, but I might give it a shot. Um I can't recommend it at all. It's just not worth your time. There's too much other better stuff out there. But at the same time, I don't want to dip it just on the off chance that there's some important canon stuff in there. If we dip it, there's nothing Disney and Star Wars can do about it. It's gone. Sorry. Yeah. So I, that's heavy responsibility and I'm not going to do it. All right. So we're, we're split on the dip. <laughs> Maybe split we'll revisit dip. it next year. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't get dipped. It gets saved. We need a, we need a, just or, like uh, Roger gets put back together and saved for another adventure for better or worse. <laughs> Please don't. Please never subject me to this again. This is Coming in 2020, the return of Roger the Battle Droid. I, I almost said this, like, don't subject me to this. Like, this is the scenario where they have, like, Mystery Science Theater 3000, yeah. where it's, like, the convention that they make yeah. people watch You're these movies. Like, I'm, yep, forced to do I'm this. watching these fully knowing what I'm getting myself into. I just, mostly. I kind of make mostly. you do a lot of this stuff, though. <laughs> anyway, Sorry, this show is trash. It's half Guess dipped. who is the opposite of trash. Guess who is an amazing person? And a treasure. It's Bobby Anthem. He's a treasure. He's a he's a space treasure. Our buddy Bobby Anthem. You heard him on this episode. You can also hear him on his paranormal podcast, Inhuman Experience, with his co-host Bobby Blades. You can find him on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast. And he also has a solo show, which is out, which is on the same stream as Inhuman Experience called In Search of My Lost Soul. So you can listen to both of them. It's two for the price of one available everywhere that podcasts are found dave what do you got going on buddy? same old stuff bud to end the year 2019 finishing strong you can find me over on collider.com talk to me over on twitter at dr claw md and if you want a new year's present which is a thing i just made up you can buy my book the science of breaking bad also look for my autobiography called space treasure uh <laughs> written by me <laughs> anywhere books are sold how about you bud how are you ending the new year or the uh, old year i'm an yeah. idiot I mean, as always, I perform live improv comedy with a group that's called Knox. That's N-O-X exclamation point. You can find tickets and times at witdc.org. Not to be confused on Instagram with Knox Shop, which is an adult sex toy shop. So we are not that. I am an improv group doing comedy. (laughs) Just to be very clear, both of these things, awesome. So fine. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sean Paul Ellis. Uh, Please help me get off of Instagram. Please help me get off of Twitter. This is my cry for help in 2019, and I'm done with it. Great. Want to support us on this show? Oh, my gosh. Tell a friend and then review us on Apple iTunes. We have no idea how that algorithm works. Also, we don't really care. It just seems like something that everybody else says, so why not say it as well? It sounds like it's a fun thing, and to the multiple people who have reviewed us on iTunes that are not our parents, thank you guys so much. Super appreciate it. Want to contact us? You can always slide into our DMs on Twitter at Morning Tunes, or check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Saturday Morning Cartoons. Remember, it's always morning with a U. You can drop us an old-fashioned email, SaturdayMorningCartoons at gmail.com, and you can find all these links in our bio. It's a link that looks like the word link tree. Don't worry, it's not spam. We're not spearfishing you. No worries about this whatsoever. We're hackers. We're very trustworthy. Don't worry. But you can also find ways that you can view all of the cartoons that we have watched for the show. You can also recommend cartoons, and you can find all of our social media sites on that link as well. It's in the bio of all of our social media sites. And as always, you can listen to us on iTunes, 
uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere fine podcasts are sold. Gang, this is the end of 2019. I'm just a man trying to dip a cartoon about droids. And I won't let them. Getting held up. But we're burnt. Getting held up. We're burnt out. Getting real burnt. But it's okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to Everything in 2019. We sincerely appreciate everything from you. And if you've made it this long into the episode, you guys are the realest. And we love you guys so much. So thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate it. And we'll talk to you more in 2020. You're the real space treasure. Yeah. And also next year... 2020, Barbara Walters is joining the show? Crazy. Very weird and controversial. Replacing me, which I was mad about, but honestly, you really can't be that mad. Yeah. I mean, my mom will actually finally watch the show. That's true. Listen to- Same. <laughs> uh, that's it. Have a healthy and safe New Year's, and we'll talk to you soon. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. I like that I wave like a moose. Hey, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening to Saturday Morning Cartoons. Now, if you'll excuse me. I have to transform and roll out.